0: Thank you for joining me again for Free Writer, the podcast where the aim is to help writers break free from those things that may be holding them back, both internally and external. The title of today's episode is The Review You Can Count On. and today's topic I want to push into the 5W model again. You'll remember that on one of our previous episodes I broke the subject matter down into the who, what, when, where, why model and I think that this will be a good idea for this topic as well. So, when I think about the review you can count on, I think about what a lot of people would consider your beta reader. Now, if you're just starting out, you may suppose that you need to have a group of people three, four souls who are willing to sit down and read your book with the kind of enthusiasm that you had when you wrote it. And if you have that, there is no problem here. But to find not only one more, but several more like-minded people I think it's probably a bit of a challenge for the average run-of-the-mill writer. So what I think is a more attainable goal in this area is to find one other person who can serve as that beta reader. Now, the choice is yours, but what I have found and what I think holds a wealth of truth is do everything you can to find a person who reads the type of material that you are trying to produce. We all want to be the free writer that I'm trying to encourage in this podcast. So I hope I'm not being too contradictory when I say that you should choose a person who writes the type of stories that you love to write. And where I don't want the contradiction to arise is if you are a romance writer, then choose a reader who loves romance books. Yet, I've also said, make sure that you are free enough that if you want to write a science fiction story one day, that you have that type of flexibility. And I believe that that is the angle you should try to have. Yet, at the heart of every story, is exactly that. There is a heart that pumps within the very center of every story. So as long as you remember to construct a heart there, then whatever genre you choose to write in should still be able to locate your fingerprint so what do I mean by all of that I just said prop the truest quote I think I've ever heard about writing and probably the only one that I take seriously is that at the heart of every story is a love story and I don't remember who that quote is attributed to please forgive me but regardless of who said it first I think it's true so with that type of a perspective you can write any kind of a story because your reader needs to be able to Actively fall in love with something in that story. It doesn't even have to be a person. To come to think of it, It doesn't have to be a couple. They could be in love with the world that you've built. They could be in love with your tone. They could be in love with the brevity of your story. They could be in love with the pace. So, let's draw this back to who. Everybody has a place where they're the most comfortable writing. The longer you write, the longer you develop your writing skill, you will be curious about other types of stories that you can be writing. And you'll want to try them. And the reason why I say keep yourself open to being able to do that is exactly what I've just explained, because at the heart of every story is a love story. And therefore, you are free to be able to write any story. As long as you can draw that reader in in, and form a connection, you've got it. So to make this example more specific, I have to use genre titles because I don't want to be too, I don't want this to be too ambiguous. I want you to really understand where I'm trying to go with this. So if you write science fiction, your who? Needs to be a person that loves science fiction. Think of this person as your barometer. This person is going to be able to tell you exactly where you are just kicking tail in your story. And what I found is when you write in your most comfortable place, you excel at it. It's it's to know what genre, if, if you're having any trouble discovering your genre, just think about the type of story that you could write half, half awake. Think about the type of story that comes to your mind the easiest that's 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 your comfortable genre but remember you do not have to stay there that would be in an invisible impediment that you set up for yourself if you want to write any genre in the world write it just make sure that You master the one that you're the most comfortable in. And when I say master, don't take that as any kind of a pressure. I truly want, I want you to be free. When I say master it, I just mean write as many stories as you feel that you want to write in that most comfortable genre. And the reason I say that is because the more you write, the mastery comes with the territory. It really does. It's not until you do it that you realize it. When you first start out, you think, oh my gosh, my favorite author is a master at this. And and you, for one reason or another, think that they brought something extraordinary to the table. I'm here to say, and I'm going to go out on a limb, they really didn't. It was through practice that they learned to be that skillful it is a byproduct of them right if you write a hundred science fiction books I guarantee that that hundredth book skill wise is going to be on an entirely different level than the first one yet The first book is in no way inferior because what did you leave there? You left a heart there. So let's move on to what? You have your reviewer or beta reader as most people think of this person what should they do my suggestion is to be specific about what type of feedback you want from them if you want a critique a devil's advocate styled critique go for it but I say Why fast forward? You are going to get that. Don't you worry. But at this stage, I think it's more constructive for you to have the type of feedback that will bolster your confidence, not impede it. No, this is not a yes, man. This is not you unable to stand to hear something negative about your precious story. This is you wanting to know whether you actually have your finger on the dial or not. And let me give you a little bit of a hint. As long as you are writing where you are at the zenith of your comfort level, you are going to get feedback that pleases you because you do well in that. Nobody listening to this podcast who is a writer takes writing lightly. You may be stuck in some places and not be able to kind of move out of that quicksand. But that doesn't mean that you take writing lightly. What it does mean is that what you do well, you're good at it. And I don't have to read it to to be able to verify that. And why? Because this is a very specific, this industry I keep saying that is peculiar. It really is. I mean, it is. It's so peculiar that people that have been doing it for lifetimes struggle. Struggle to define what they even do. Go online. Look up your favorite author. Inevitably, the interviewer is going to ask them, hey, how did you come up with this story? And look, listen to the answer. When you get finished with that answer, you will be more confused by the answer than you were before the answer was the question was asked. And it's not because the author is trying to be evasive. It's not like they're trying to be uh, deep or they're trying to be artsy. It's that it really is tough to explain a passion like it's difficult to explain that. So give yourself a break. And when it comes to feedback from this person, ask them, how did it make them feel? Ask them, did you actually feel like you were reading a sci-fi story? I mean, when you think about this genre, which happens to be your favorite as well, does it give you the same vibe, the same level of eagerness, as any other sci-fi book you read you don't have to necessarily seek to be a carbon copy of you know you don't necessarily want that person to tell you oh you're just like xyz but if they say something to the degree of man this has got me feeling excited like when I read such and such last year that's a good sign They are not endorsing that you become that person or mimic them. But what it means is you have your finger on the pulse. And and that's what you want to know. Do you have your finger on the pulse? The critiques, the heavier critiques, they're coming your way. Right now, we're trying to make sure we can actively grow that thicker layer of skin that you will need when they start to come in. So when, when should you show your reviewer your work? And we may have to get into this in the next couple of podcasts very soon because i really kind of don't want this is for the new writer i you know i don't really necessarily think i'm schooling anybody i don't think that you know um i'm recreating the wheel but for the new writer they genuinely may not be versed on these things i was not the only reason i can speak with the fervency i have is because i did all the silly stupid stuff <laughs> i did all of that So it's like, hey, please don't be dumb. So when I say when do you show your work, you have to show your work when it is published. When it's published. Why? Because when it is published, you're saying this is fit for public consumption. If you do not like that idea, the best I can say is show your work when you have the final copy. But can you kind of hear how inadequate that is? Because if you're just starting out, well, first of all, there usually is not a final copy and we will we'll get into why that's the case. Uh, suffice it to say that. You have to be resolved to show your work to a person before it is finito. Because where I'm confident the feedback you get will be great, they'll be in love with certain aspects of the story. And if you begin to take it places where it's not so much they don't love it, but they will impress certain ideas on you and as a writer who is always thinking about how you can do better you will be tempted to go and rewrite your whole story now does that sound right but if it's already published it's basically saying this is what you're going to get so you cannot alter this story just give me some feedback on it and if you say well gosh if I publish it other people are going to see it before my reader will see it not if you're a new writer I know that some people have a social circle that's fantastic but when you're a new writer trust me you will need that reader to be there and they will more than likely be that first person to read the story. So when it needs to be the final product I'm talking about after the final draft and like right before publishing or it I strongly recommend after publishing because it needs to be a, a final final product it doesn't need to be raw it needs to be cleaned up. When you leave your home, you don't just get out of bed. Well, let me back that up. Hopefully, you don't leave the house without personal hygiene attention and presentation. Okay, well, that's the same acumen you have to give your story. Even if your reader is like your brother. So what if he knows you? You are trying to impress upon him as a writer. Which is a person he does not know. Present that person as best you can. Where? Where is an easy point to make because where is wherever you publish, you can publish your book and they can, um, read it via those retailers, but if you decide that you're going to, you know, give them a sneak peek, then you can send it to them, that might put fear into somebody's heart right now, because it did mine, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't send my book to another human being, even if I know them, because what if they steal my story, (laughs) and, and, you know rework it and make it their own you know put their basically put their name on it and sell it and become huge calm down relax the moment that you created the document there was a paper trail and you copyright your work and boom you're done don't worry don't don't worry about that and remember if something as precious as your work is being forwarded to another person you have to know that this reader is going to be somebody you trust with that anyway so I hear somebody saying hey I don't I don't know what people do when I'm not around okay I, I understand but you have to trust them in this regard because they wouldn't be your reader so you let's be real specific you trust them as your reader. You have to have that level of trust there. So do you just randomly any mini money someone off the street? I don't probably suggest that. I don't even suggest you doing it via social media. Don't do a social media roll call. Make it a person who you have to have fleshly contact with at some point. This person will protect your work like it's their own. They, they will have enough regard for you that they'll protect it. And no, they don't have to have, you know, your same bloodline, but you know who you can and cannot trust with certain things. So make sure that you're sending your work to a place, as in an email address, which is the most efficient Make sure that, and this is if you don't publish it first, but make sure that you send it to a person that you know has very high regard for you and will be um, protective of your work. We already kind of spoke about why earlier, about why this person is important and why you need to choose this person. But let's just talk about why it is important as a concept to have this reviewer because this person is going to serve as all of the other readers in your genre because let's think This person is probably going to be in love with your story because that's their genre. And because they're going to be in love with it, you will be able to know when you're pleasing your audience. You'll know what your audience wants. You'll know if you are, you know, touching those mental places that a sci-fi writer would need to touch, you will be able to know the exact reader that you are going to attract. That's important because the ones who do not like your work are coming. So you don't need to speed that process up. Not yet. Because right now it's just important to know, hey, am I even in the ballpark? That's important to know. And again, I make another point. You don't have to have four, five, six, seven, eight people. Remember, it is quality, not quantity. And the more brains you add to any mixture... The more confusion for you, because who do you who do you go by when you have four people and four different opinions, four different desires, four different questions? You know, no. Now that one person could also make you want to go rewrite your entire story, but then that's just one person. But you're giving them a product. That you're saying is finished, as in you are not accepting (laughs) suggestions, unless that's what you want. But I would suggest that you write your books from the very beginning because remember, any bad traits that you embrace at the beginning make it more difficult to move out of those traits. When you become more seasoned. I would imagine that those writers who are in, let's say, the popular circles. (laughs) At some point, allowed themselves to be. Strung along and influenced to offer a certain type of story. Yes, they had some success. Yes, they got paid. Yes, they got their egos stroked, but what happens on those days when they want to do something different? And when you have a certain level of infamy, if you pick up a pen name that's different from the one you initially started writing with, people will find you. Because, and why would they find you? It's not because you're famous. It's because everybody has a style. And you will bring that style into the next author as well. And people are master detectives, they find you every time. And if you are not writing the kind of stories that they have approved for you to write, I think you already know the result of that. So at this point, I'm glad that you were able to make it to my podcast today. I truly enjoyed having you. I hope that your writing endeavors are coming along nicely. Even if you're in the process building stage, that's fine. And it's not because I'm saying it's fine. I'm saying you're taking yourself seriously, which is the step so until we are able to meet again I am T.A. Walker this is Free Rider. and hopefully in this episode you learned yet another way that you can be free